morning. Good morning. I hope that you're doing well. Uh, <clears throat> I want to tell you about uh, yesterday I shared with you that uh, close to uh, 600 years before Christ, the priests in the temple of Solomon were uh, worshiping other gods. Uh, you're talking about uh, a Phoenician god, uh, an Anasherah or Ashtarot. Uh Then they turned to Tammuz, a wax form of a young boy. And all of this was being put on the north side of the altar. In, in, in order for you to, to get a picture, it was outside uh, uh, in, the, in, the, in the inner court, outside of the temple. And just outside of the temple, before the, the doors to get in, uh, not on the temple, but on the out, on the out, outer court, the, the inner court, that on the left, in the north side, they used to put idols there. And I told you about Tammuz, and I told you about uh, Molech. They began to sacrifice little children on a fire to please Molech. So there is a, a total disruption. And in the midst of this, you have the elders of the sanctuary participating on this. It's just, it just uh, it's horrible. You know, Hezekiah making a deal with the, the Pharaoh in, in order to please him, put one of his gods on the north side of the altar. I, I don't know the meaning of the north side, which is really close to the Muslim area. But uh, this is happening uh, around uh, 594 before Christ. But 30 years earlier, 30 years earlier, God raised a, a man called Josiah. And Josiah was a very, very <clears throat> committed man. And I want to tell you how he came to that point and what happened to him. Uh, it's on chapter 22 of uh, Second Kings, and uh, it came to pass on the 18th, verse 3, 18th, 18th year of Josiah, the king sent Shapan, the son of Zeliah, the son of Mesulam, the scribe, to the house of the Lord. And uh, so, go up to Hilkiah, the high priest, he may... He may sum the silver which is brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the door have gathered for the people. So, and let them deliver it in the hand of the doers of the work to begin building, rebuilding, or repairing the temple. So the first thing that Josiah does is to repair the temple, the temple of Solomon. Things were just not quite well. Look, look at verse 5 on chapter 22 of Second Kings. It says, let them give it to the doers of the work which is in the house of the Lord to repair the breaches of the house. The doers are the actual workers, the ones that supervised the money, carpenters, builders, masons, and to buy timber and huge stone to repair the house. So, uh, <coughs> it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting that the temple of Solomon needed repairs. And, uh, and someone wanted to take care of it. 
I don't know, but you know, as an evangelist for 50 years traveling, imagine 50 years of just traveling. Imagine 50 years uh, 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 driving a car or going somewhere. Think about that. I've seen sanctuaries that were decayed. I've seen altars that when I knelt down, they began to sway back and forth. I've seen bathrooms in churches who are not really working properly. I've seen some stitch bathrooms, I tell you. Some of them, I, I, I went back to my hotel. And so the status of the church physically indicates that there is lack of money. And lack of money indicates that the presence of God is not there because when God is present, people give money. People well, like to give offerings and worship the Lord. Uh, and in these 50 years, I have, I have not run out of money ever. God fight it. And it's been a wonderful experience. And so, I don't know the meaning of that, but now something happened. And Hilkiah, the high priest, said unto Shapang, the scribe, I have found a book of the law in the house of the Lord. I have found a book of the law in the house of the Lord. And, of course, this was the original Pentateuch, which is written by Moses. It had been there on the side of the ark, probably hidden during the reigns of Manasseh and Ammon because of their weakness in turning against Jehovah. It has been written by Moses from the mouth of God more than 800 years before Josiah was born. This is a powerful discovery. So what I'm saying to you here is that as you look to the status of the church today, the Baptist church, the Presbyterian church, the Assembly of God church, the Methodist church, the, uh, the uh, I can't say united anymore because it's not united anymore, but uh, uh, all these mainline denominations throughout the United States and the independent church and, and the youth churches, that uh, something is happening in our midst as a transformation in ministries that are found are seeking the Lord. They know the Word. Here's, take, take a look at ours. We might uh, not be a big ministry and agency, but we've given to Cuba $350,000 uh, in, in, in a period of uh, 12 trips. We don't have any money, and suddenly God grant us money from the people of God all over so we can give to the Cuban church. And, uh, and to support the, the, the church in Cuba. And, and really buying a TV, a horse, uh, helping a pastor with teeth work. We've done all kinds of things. And so, uh, because we are in the Word. When you are in the Word, you want to help others and you have life in you. And uh, I want you to take a look at what's happening in America today because... Because this is a downtime in the in the life of America, this is a downtime. This is a time when 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 uh, uh, when Ammon and uh, Manasseh are in charge, the two ungodly kings, and things are falling apart everywhere. And so, so there is an upper, okay. And Josiah is coming now. To do something. So I expect that after this downside in America, in the church, there will be an upper side. 
that God will do something in a revival and convict the people of God. I, I want to see it in my very eyes. So, so Shaphan and the scribe and the king brought to the king the word again and said, Your servants have gathered the money that was found in the house and have delivered it to the hand of them who work, who have the oversight of the house of God. And Shaphan and the scribe showed the king Hilkiah, the priest, has delivered, uh, uh, has delivered me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. Now Shaphan is, is opening the Pentateuch and he is reading. How, how much he read, how long he read. There's five books of the Pentateuch. Uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. I mean, he, 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 he is reading. He is reading. And the, he came to pass when the king had heard the words of the book of the law. He rent his clothing. And the king commanded Hilkiah the priest, and Achim the son of Shaphan, and Akbor the son of Milkiah, and Shaphan the scribe, and Asa Isaiah the servant of the king, saying, Go and inquire of the Lord for me. Go and inquire of the Lord. Begin to pray. Get upstairs and start praying. And ask the Lord, What's going on on this deal? And uh, go and inquire of the Lord for me. And for the people in all Judah concerning the words of this book is found, for the great, for great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because of our fathers have not hearing unto the word of this book. And so Josiah recognized that Judah was going hooray, and he makes the changes. And, uh, and so we begin on chapter 23, verse 4, with the changes. Now, I call this the Josiah revival. He was 80 years old. Began to reign, and he had, had, had been reigning for 31 years. Manasseh was Joshua, Josiah's grandfather. And he predicted in 1 Kings 13.2. Open that up. 1 Kings 13.2. Shannon, you got a microphone there? Second, 1 Kings 13.2. He predicted, God predicted, he would provide a Josiah. Now think about that. 300 years before the baby, a word came. What is it? And he cried against the altar in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born in the house of David, Josiah by name, and upon you shall he offer the priests of the high places who burn incense upon you, and the men's bones shall be burnt upon you. In other words, he will burn the high places. He will separate the high places. That's a prophecy to a child. That's powerful. God is saying, this child will serve me. This child will follow me. This child will, 300 years from now, uh, burn the high places, which is where the idols were. Okay? So... Let's begin with uh, uh, Taylor on 2 Kings 23, verse 4. And the high king, and, and the king commanded Hekiah, the high priest and the priests of the second order, and the keepers of the door, to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that were made uh, for Baal. 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 There and for the grove. So, 
Baal is a god of male reproduction organ. The male reproductive organ of, it's an Asherah. The worship of Asherah is, Asherah is a male reproductive organ. It's a, it's a, it's a male organ that is worshipped. Now think about that. It's a male reproductive organ. So now, tell me this. I believe my notes are right. Tell me this. That and the house of the Lord? Ridiculous. That's, that's how we, we begin. That, that is why today we're struggling with identity. Because bringing that to the house of the Lord, trying to figure out what you want to be. But God made you man and woman. So this, and for all the hosts of heaven, and he burned them without Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron, and carried the ashes of them unto Bethel. Why? Because the ashes would defile in Jerusalem. And so he took the ashes to the altar of Jeroboam in first Kings thirteen two. This is where this is where it's saying, take the the ashes of the of all of these god, ungodly things and burn uh, and, and, and somewhere else. So, and put down the idolatrous priests whom the kings. Verse five. Who's going to read it? Go ahead, Taylor. And he put down the idolatrous priests whom the kings of Judah had ordained to burn incense in the high places in the cities of Judah and in the places round about Jerusalem them also who burn incense unto Baal to the sun and to the moon and to the planets and to all the host of heaven now that's a very very conjured idea okay burn incense if you go into the holy place you're going to find the menorah on the left side the north side on the south side you're going to find the table of showbread in the middle you're going to find the altar of incense, and then, of course, uh, the door and the entrance of the temple, uh, 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 and outside in the inner outer court, uh, the inner court, there is going to be a brazen altar, a large structure that burns all the sacrifices. So they picked up an idea out of the temple, and the idea was simply uh, incense, and began burning incense unto Baal. Instead of burning incense unto God, they begin to burn incense unto other deities. And these were the black robe priests. It wasn't the white one robes that stood before God in trembled as the temple was inaugurated. These are priests of the devil. So let me ask you this. Do we have priests of the devil and priests of God? We're loaded with priests of the devil. It's everywhere. Preach another gospel. Try to justify their behavior without repentance of sin. And when there's no repentance of sin, then you see the house falls. And, what, uh, and of course, uh, uh, what is verse 6, Taylor? 
And he brought out the grove. From the, the grove means the Asherah, the idol. Okay. From the house of the Lord without Jerusalem. Outside of Jerusalem, that's right. Onto the brook Kidron. And burned it at the brook Kidron and stamped it small to powder. And cast the powder thereof upon the graves of the children of the people. Okay. If you go to a place called Nafganasar, at the edge of the Lake of Galilee, where there is a museum, and there is a, 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 a small boat that's been uh, recuperated out of the lake and survived 2,000 years, was curated for 10 years. And you can take a picture of that boat and that facility as you approach the buildings. There is an Asherah idol on the ground. It's about 40 feet long. It's made out of wood. It resembles a male organ. And if you look at the end or the head of that piece of wood, that is just an oak tree, it's 40 feet, you see the formation of the male organ. That was inside of the holy place. So you're talking about a sexual overtone to defy the presence of God. Is there something today that we have decided to, to bring into the altar of God that defy? What is the problem with someone's sin not being confessed? Is, is because the church is granting forgiveness, simply saying, you don't have to ask forgiveness. Your behavior is justified. Scriptures say that it's a sin, and we simply say that we do not uh, ask forgiveness. I'm not going to ask. I was born that way. You see, it's a choice to sin. And so it's a major interference in the holy place. And God is going to have to deal with it. And so here is Josiah doing what God told him to do. So he brought out of the grove the, 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 the object from the house of the Lord. And burned it and stamped it small. And stamped it small to powder. Meaning after they burned, they broke it down to little pieces. And cast the powder thereof upon the children, the graves of the children of the people. The idea here of putting these ashes on the graves of the children. The idea that abomination was in the very house of God where the Lord dwelt between the mercy seat and the cherubim is unthinkable. It's something that is hard to accept. In your mind, in my mind, we wonder, my God, how bad things are going to get. But what I'm saying to you is this, that as you grow your spiritual life, you're going to see the church decay. You're going to see the altars broke down. You're going to see churches being sold and being transformed. If you go to Europe today, you're going to find large Catholic churches that still belong to the Vatican. But they're only used for concert series. Turn, turn, Turkish turn into mosques. If you, if you go to Cuba and you have a good, a good camera, a good telephone, and you begin taking pictures, you'll find close to 17 large Catholic cathedrals totally empty in, in, in Havana. In Havana. Totally empty. I took pictures of several. Birds coming through the windows back and forth. Why the people left the church? Why is the people left the church? Simply because the church brought idols inside and God left. Now, this is the year 500 
in, in uh, 624, 30 years later, the glory of God leaves the temple completely. So tell me this. What kind of love would keep a glory, His glory, His presence in the temple, knowing that there's an unknown God sitting right there? Think in your mind a holy God having to put up with an idol that symbolizes a male organ inside of the holy place. Think about that. And then he says on verse 7, Taylor, and he broke down the houses of the Sodomites. Okay. You know what that is? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Now, he didn't kill the Sodomites. He broke, he broke down the houses where they lived. Now, the next line here is very, very astounding. Who were... By the house of the Lord, where the woman, women wove hangings for the grove. So here is what God thinks of the terrible sin of homosexuality. To be sure, the same-sex marriages, so-called, presently engaged in certain parts of the United States, indicates a nation's downward slide, which will ultimately guarantee judgment. So if you are a Christian, and you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, you believe that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, a sinner to heaven, will come to judge the quick and the dead. And you see a president standing firm against these areas and begin to put order into that, wouldn't you say that, that there's something happening contrary to the downfall of society? Because what this president is doing, it, it supports the Christian belief. If I'm a Christian, I have to like him. Oh, but it's wrong. You're not supposed to do that. Wait a minute now. Hold on. I'm a Christian. If this president does something that is righteous, then I like him. I'm a Christian. It's what I believe. Oh, but you are. No, sir. I, I believe in this. What God did, he simply destroyed the houses of the Sodomites, who was next to the house of the Lord. Who were by the house of the Lord. So, I want you to, to, I want you to understand that, that what God is saying to us, what the script is saying to us, is that God did not approve of that behavior. Now, you probably say, Rick, well, that's not fair. It's not right. You know, I've seen movies where a boy committed suicide because nobody could understand him. Uh, let me tell you this. Uh, what, the, what the society today is trying to tell you is not a choice. They're born that way. And that's a problem. What happened in Mayo Clinic is already being totally discredited by the research done in John Hopkins University. It just ate what happened in Mayo Clinic. They did a hundred men, John Hopkins research on homosexuality, did a thousand and found it totally contrary to what Mayo Clinic came with. So it is a choice. And I say President Obama made a big mistake, and he'll answer to God for that. 
President Obama, give me 40 years and you see. Obama will have to answer because he did something that defies the, 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 the word of God. So, and of course, I pray for him that the Lord will bless him and convict him and make him a good Methodist. Verse 8. And he brought all the priests out of the city of Judah. Who did that? Who brought the priests out of the city of Judah? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And he did what? Huh? He took it down. Somebody read that. He broke it down. And defiled the high places where the priests had burned incense from Geba to Be- Besheba. Besheba and broke down the high places of the gates that were in the entering in of the gate of Joshua, the governor of the city, which were on a man's left hand at the gate of the city. Okay. So these high places where idols were put in were all over the city of Jerusalem, outside of the city of Jerusalem, all the way to Haifa, all the way to the Lake of Galilee today. Everywhere there's an idol. The entire kingdom, both north and south, was covered with idols. Who authorized these idols? Manasseh and Ammon. Kings prior to Josiah. Although God alone was worshipped in most of them, still the law commended the incense and sacrifice be confined to one altar in Jerusalem. That altar of incense in Jerusalem was the only one that God said build it to this specification. And suddenly that altar is being emulated to other gods. Okay, verse 9, Taylor. Nevertheless, the priests of the high places came not up to the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, but they did eat of the unleavened bread among their brethren. Okay. Go keep on going. And he defiled Tobeth, which is in the valley of the children of Hanam, that no man might make his son or his daughter to pass through the fire to Molech. And this, and this idol... Or this high place, little children were placed and tied up with his arms. And the fire was built in, in, its, in its belly. With the arms becoming red hot, priests of the particular order would then loudly beat the drum, drowning out of the screams of the dying children. This is how bad Judah had become, sacrificing little children to an unknown God. Think about that. Now, I'd like for, for, for Raymond to read the rest, would you, Raymond? But now read it. I'm not going to stop you. I want you to read it. Can I say one thing about Molech here? It, this one says was in the valley of Hinnon, which is at the south of Jerusalem. That's where we get the word hell because it was also Gehenna. It kind of ties in that that's where the god Molech was on fire. Right. If you stand in front of the Church of the Nations and you look to the left, it's way down there. 
Okay. Down at the south below the city of David. Yes. Where they burn the garbage, but they also burn the children down there. Yes. By the way, uh, we're heading to Israel in March. We'll invite you to come with us. We're studying this very closely. We're standing at the top of the, uh, of, 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 uh, the city of David, looking directly into the south area, the Valley of Hinnon. It's very, very revealing, very, very convicting. So go ahead, verse 11, Raymond. It says, and he, <clears throat> and he took away the horses that the kings of Judah had given to the sun at the entering in of the house of the Lord by the chamber of Nathan Melech, the chamberlain, which was in the suburbs, and burned the chariots of the sun with fire. And the altars that were on top of the upper chamber of Haz, which the kings of Judah had made, and the altars which Manasseh had, had made in the two courts of the house of the Lord, did the king beat down and broke them down from thence and cast the dust of them into the brook Kidron. Okay. So, honestly, the, the modern church has many idols. However, let it be remembered that it is only one altar that God recognizes. The altar of Jesus Christ has been crucified. The rest of it, he don't worship. And then verse 11, 13, Raymond. And the high places that were before Jerusalem, which were on the right hand of the Mount of Corruption, which Solomon, the king of Israel, had builded for Astura, the ad- admiration of the... Zadonians, Z- uh, okay, and for Chemosh, K- there you go, and and of the Moabites, and for Melikum, and of the children of Ammon, did the king defile. Okay. He cleaned it all out. He cleaned it all out. Based on what saying. So Josiah brought a revival. We'll close up tomorrow because the scripture about uh, about this is uh, very revealed. We begin tomorrow uh, again uh, on verse 12. Not, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not tomorrow, on, on Monday. Amen? On Monday. We begin to do it on Monday. The revival, Josiah's revival. What a wonderful thing to happen to the church. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.